0: about it this is hamilton today with scott thompson on 900 chml let's talk about the russian invasion of ukraine give you a bit of an update there Uh, we talked earlier this week the u.s actually visiting u.s officials visiting and meeting in person with president Zelensky, providing greater aid uh for uh ukraine and its battle against russia russia obviously not happy with this and threatening nuclear war if it looks like we're going to lose We might have to bring out the nukes. Is that the message? Let's bring in Elliot Tepper, professor of political science, Carleton University, with us now. Elliot, thank you for your time. I hope you're well. Hi, right, Thank you. And same to you, Scott. So we've certainly seen, even though uh, Russia regrouped and, and retooled and came back after the eastern regions of, uh, of the country and such, that their progress has been quite slow uh, and obviously now more uh, artillery coming in from North America and such. Uh, is this the mantra of Russia that if we keep having a hard time, we'll bring out the nukes?
1: They certainly early on, and I think quite reckless, recklessly have brandished the nuclear weapon threat uh, right from the outset, actually before the invasion itself. Um, uh, Mr. Putin was bragging about his latest weapons and, and said that, you know, if anybody tried to get in our way, there would be a response unlike any in history and so forth. So uh, I think one thing that he's forgotten is that every time he talks about brandishing the nuclear threat, it really puts a bullseye on on Russia. And of course, the same would go of any other country, China, for example, or North Korea. So the the nuclear threat has been raised. This, the response from Mr. Kirby, the spokesperson for the Pentagon said, this is a weapon that can never be used. It's a war, you can never win a war with a nuclear weapon, so therefore you never should fight that war. But the fact that they repeatedly bring it out quickly and in a variety of ways, we have a new supersonic weapon that can evade all of your defenses and deliver nuclear weapons with merved multiple warheads. This has been going on as a constant theme right from the beginning. And I find it uh, perhaps among the most disturbing aspects of the Russian behavior.
0: So if, you know, and, and I'll use the term cornered rat and you're losing and it doesn't look like there's much more in your arsenal, why would, would, when would, we, would we not be naive to think he wouldn't do this or that he knows if he pulls that trigger, the world's going to come down on him like no tomorrow?
1: Yes, the, uh, the whole question is, what would NATO do? The term tactical nuclear weapon is often being used now if you read the subtexts. Uh, I find that to be an oxymoron. A tactical nuclear nuclear weapon is one that can potentially have a smaller explosive uh, yield and be confined to a particular battle region, and it could just be, you know, two or three times or up to 10 or 15 times the size of Hiroshima. Uh, The idea that you could take out a small city in one place and the other side would take out a city of equal size in your area, and everybody would then just say, okay, we're done. I, I find this to be one of the most disastrous uh, aspects of the mm-hmm. current nuclear confrontation. There's no doubt, Scott, in my mind, that the nuclear temperature has gone up uh, since this invasion. The irresponsible behavior at uh, Chernobyl, this has now come on, back under control, but they took over after shelling Chernobyl, and they, uh, Zaporista, which is the the the, the largest nuclear power plant in europe has also been shelled uh, at the outskirts so i'm finding a lot of irresponsible behavior as well as uh, use of incendiary careless language in this regard
0: u.s officials uh visiting with uh uh, ukraine president Zelensky earlier on this week and, and one official had said that uh russia's already lost does this inflame or is this reality
1: uh, Russia does not perceive that it is lost. They are proceeding according to their own plan, uh, Plan B, uh, but it was one that they had in mind, I think, from the beginning. If we can't take the whole thing uh, at one bite, bite, we will continue to further fragment. Remember, Ukraine has been dismembered in 2014. Mm-hmm. They, the Crimea was gone, and two parts of the Donbass region were taken by Russia and have been held, and there's been an ongoing conflict ever since. And now they're trying to expand into the Donbass to take the entire oblast, the regional administrative region, press southward. Uh, Mariupol, unfortunately, is then, from their view, in the way, so they have to demolish that, then move on. I think the intention was to take uh, Crimea as well, uh, sorry, Odessa as well. But uh, Ukraine has foiled that by sinking the, the flagship of the Russian Navy, uh, the the Moskva. so that fleet has had to move off from Odessa, but it's still, a, I think, under threat. And now they're talking about linking it up with a slice of Moldova, uh, Transnistria, which they took in the early nineteen nineties. There's about fifteen hundred Russian troops there, and now there's been some maybe false flag operations there, and that would that would really uh, create Ukraine as a, a rump state uh, if all that goes forward.
0: Hmm. Are Russians, the citizenry there, still buying into all of this? It seems that they're on Putin's side, even more so now.
1: It's very difficult to know um, the reality inside Russia because two things are happening. One is that there is almost complete control of all the official media, and much of Russia gets their TV and radio news from official media. So that's one thing that's going on. But we now live in a more interconnected world, so the word goes back. Uh, in a variety of ways uh, the uh the first batch of russian prisoners of war the, the failed attempt to take kiev uh the uh, ukrainians gave cell phones to the captured russian soldiers and say call your call your mother and tell her hmm. where you are so it's very the mothers of the mothers uh, the bubbles in russia are a potentially potent force so i cannot answer that uh, question accurately the polls Suggest indeed uh, that every time Mr. Putin gets in trouble, he attacks somebody. This is Bill Browder's uh, father of the Magnitsky Act's view. It's just a mechanical operation. Why did Putin do this now? He was in trouble at home. He in the past had been in trouble at home. So what he does is he attacks, you know, Georgia or Chechnya, gets away with it. His popularity soars. His popularity has gone way, way up, uh, according to the polls. But Scott, what would you do if somebody ran you up and said, hi, I'm a pollster. Do you love your president? So it's very uh, difficult to know how reality based those polls are.
0: Elliot Tepper with us, professor of political science, Carleton University. Update on what is going on with the Russian invasion of Ukraine and uh, where it goes from here. Elliot, as always, thank you so much for the time. Be well. And thank you. Same to you, Scott for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from three to six on 900 CHML and online at 900CHML.com.